No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever been headed to a new venue and you wondered, like, where's the best place to eat around there? Or... Am I going to get busted trying to take something through security? Every time I go to the show. <laughs> what about every you, time. Heck yeah. I want to know what's going on around me so I can make some plans. Where is the best sound in said new venue? Well, there is a new site that has you covered. It's called VenueLama.com, and it is an online resource that provides live music fans the insider venue info they need. And this is super cool. It's like Yelp, but for venues and for heads, right? So VenueLama.com launches in late spring but they're currently doing a sneak preview for no simple road listeners head over to venuelama.com to sign up for your free llama account to start rating and sharing your insider venue info today llamas can also list their favorite scene friendly businesses websites or podcasts on the vl friends page apple did you have some witty retort input or no otherwise. i always just like to add too because i love it they have a cool venue llama has a cool youtube channel that puts up all kinds of classic performances and stuff they're doing a lot go check out the youtube as well yep head over to check out the exclusive beta version of venue llama today at venue forward slash nsr that's dot com forward slash nsr venue llama Every year that we do the show, I'm so much more grateful that Shop Tour Bus has been our sponsor. Gotta Truly. love them. They're amazing. Why? Because they constantly outdo themselves with their Grateful Dead inspired merch. Talking about t-shirts, hoodies. Um, I think they had like canvas bags. They just restocked trucker hats. They restocked trucker hats and they also did the organic powder dyed spiral colored tees spit that out say that 10 times fast i mean that was pretty good uh sound to cover just or bound sorry sound to cover cover just a little more ground you know i'm gonna gonna take it back old school and just remind everybody out there that when you order something from shop tour bus it's not coming in some stupid mylar bag nope it is coming in an all-over print one-of-a-kind box with one of their amazing designs on it and it's coming with all kinds of extras in the box, and some of you are getting a Grateful Dead Miracle cassette tape bootleg in bootleg. your order. These Possible. are the most comfortable, softest, 
and most amazing dope teas you will ever find on any lot, virtual or otherwise, ever, anywhere. And their hoodies as well. And when we say, like, act fast on this, they drop new stuff all the time. This stuff goes quickly. It is it high demand by us and everybody else. So yep. go on over to at Shop Tour Bus. Or shoptourbus.com online. And when you're checking out, make sure to put in the promo code. No simple road. All one word. That's so you, right. that you get the free shipping that you are entitled to as a member of the No Simple Road family. Right. Go to shoptourbus.com, put in the promo code No Simple Road, all one word. The Grateful Dead family is known for creating amazing music, creating amazing DIY clothing, all kinds of uh, artwork and yeah. other amazing shit. But did you know that in Portland and Denver and soon Bend, the Grateful Dead family is cooking up the best chicken wings? Chicken sandwiches, salads, vegan stuff, desserts, the best in the biz. I say we did know that, but if you don't know that, you better get on over to one of those locations and try that stuff. I mean, they have something for everybody. They have vegan stuff. They got the kids menu. Fire on the mountain brewing, fire on the mountain wings. This is the Grateful Dead family at its best, cooking up and brewing up the best food and drink in the Portland area and the Denver area right now. Now that you know about all the awesome food, they also have really cool merch. They have their sauces, and they also have their new Silly Pint Cups that they can be ordered on Portland PortlandWings.com. Yeah. So don't feel like you're missing out. You are not missing out. You can go to PortlandWings.com, and you can also go to FOTM PDX and FOTM Denver and check out everything that's going on at Fire on the Mountain. The Grateful Dead family is hooking it up and cooking it up. Go check it out. It is finally festival season. It's time to get back out there and start shaking those bones. And no better way to do that than to head down to Ventura, California, April 19th through the 23rd for Skull and Roses. Five days on the beach with the greatest Grateful Dead music on the planet being played by Phil Lesh and friends. O'Teal, Terrapin, uh, fuck, no, that's not right. <laughs> Melvin Tell me Seals, out. Thank you. JGB. I was just waiting for you to stop talking, so I could, <laughs> you got to stop bumbling. But yeah, we're going to have Circles Around the Sun, Boombox, The Latin Dead. Dogs in a Pile. It's Duala and Mars Hotel, Big Steve and the Ass Bites. <laughs> yeah. Cubensis. Oh, yeah, man. so you guys get the picture. Come visit us out in Ventura, Sunny Ventura, California, April 19th through the 23rd. And come hang out. Yeah, man. No Simple Road's going to be there. We're going to be podcasting. We're going to be hanging out with the Grateful Dead family. There's a new, bigger shakedown this year and a different layout. If you were there last year, you are going to be surprised when you walk in this year. It's going to be something special. So come catch that California vibe down on the beach in Ventura, California. Go to SkullAndRoses.com. Passes are available now. You can get single-day passes, VIP, the whole thing. You know the drill. SkullAndRoses.com. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're 
We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Please continue. Um, and you're going to Shook Twins. You're telling Apple about his voice. Oh, and she said, um, "Oh, Apple, your roommate, because she listens to the show." And she was like, "His voice is just so familiar. He just got such a good voice." Right on. I love that because I did not like my voice when this started, but now I've gotten used to it. Hey, now, no simple road family. Welcome to the Hello. middle of another conversation between Aaron and Aaron punching record in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> um, and Mel and Apple. <laughs> hey, wake up, man! Wow. Right Sorry, I was I was I was looking at this Dozing thing about our special guests this week. Who's our guest, Apple? Our guest this week is the Latin Dead. Oh, the shit. Latin Dead. In lead up. To our triumphant return guys, to Skull and Roses wow. this year, this week's guest is Oscar Hernandez and Brendan Tacone of the Latin Dead. This is monumental. Right okay, here. right here, right now, I have to say this has been my favorite episode we've recorded this year. Wow, that's saying a lot. We've we've hit some fucking home Listen, runs this year too. Not this, to toot our own horn or anything, but this hit so close to home. It hit personal. Right now, as we're recording this intro, I'm looking at the notes that I took um, for this, and I'm really proud of this one. And this one's definitely going to get um, put up with the episode. This, this was super fun. Mel was super excited because this is like this is like part of your heritage. It comes oh. from the, the this is very interesting conversation. It gets very deep into everything they're doing. And I was just going to read this real quick. Yeah, do it, it gives man. you a good idea from you can go to latindead.com to their site to see where they're going to be coming and stuff. They're, they're going to be at Skull and Roses, 
The Latin Dead is a California-based collective that fuses the music of the Grateful Dead with Latin jazz. The band features some of the biggest names in both Grateful Dead and Latin music, including guitarist and vocalist John Kadlasik of Further, Darkstar Orchestra, Melvin Sills, and JGB, and Latin legend Oscar Hernandez, four-time Grammy-winning Granny. Granny. <laughs> granny. You didn't win a Granny. Four time Granny. Four time Grammy winning pianist, composer, arranger, producer, and leader of the Spanish Harlem Orchestra. This unique band leads listeners down a genre bending road of music and culture drawn equally from Grateful Dead, jazz, and Afro Latino traditions. With world class musicians and innovative arrangements that span the emotional spectrum. The Latin Dead aims to push musical boundaries while building cultural bridges. Yeah. And let's let's just stop right there, all joking aside. Having Brendan and Oscar Hernandez on No Simple Road was a really big deal. Like Apple said, Oscar is a would you four time Grammy? Four time Grammy winner and nominated many more times. And Brendan is part of the Grateful Dead family and has is the mastermind behind yeah, this the visionary behind this musical alchemy this this fusing of genre right. and lifestyle and music and, and such a humble angel heart yeah like for real to be able to have a vision to do this and then the humility to you know he he said he's an amazing musician and he's like you know saying that he just isn't at a certain level, you know, and also I don't agree. Exactly. Well, we don't have to agree, but no. I, you know, when you're talking about yourself, you can, you know, be your own the worst critic, critic mm-hmm. you know, cause you know what you are capable of, but to put together such a grand um, project that was full of passion and love. And then for it to come out like that, I was, after our interview, I was listening to that, um, that Latin dead CD, like nonstop, nonstop. To be able to like do this interview and then have the opportunity to see them at Skull and Roses is is huge, man. Because hmm. just getting to talk to these guys and hear where their hearts are at and and the love and intention that and went respect in, and respect that went into this, and then getting to see them perform at Skull and Roses is a huge deal, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm this is so the most proud I am. This is the most proud, uh, you know, interview I've, I am of because it like, it's so healing to things were going on with my mom. And then just to hear oh, Oscar's yeah. voice was, it was, it was like home. His, Oscar reminds me of your uncle. Of your uncle. His yeah, voice all- reminded me of back home. And so there's, he's spinning all this knowledge and, and you know, I, I love how he says no mucks. And you guys will hear that in this. <laughs> and there's such a respect for like, you know, you get older and you get more refined. And and it's true. You don't need to be as derogatory. And not that it's that bad of a word, the F word, but like the more it's said and it's Don't around kids. It and so to be able to clean, he's just like strives for such a level of perfection in his playing, not perfection, but like mastery yeah. that's a well, better you word don't, you yeah. don't win four grammys by being a slouch no 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 <laughs> um i'm so honored oscar to have had you on the show and likewise i am so honored brendan to have had you on the show and i am so looking forward to uh meeting you guys in person 
We also were very, very proud to know that Brendan was a listener of No Simple. Oh. Yeah, man. That kind of blows mm-hmm. our mind when we have somebody on. I mean, we, we've been doing proud. this a while, but when somebody says that they've been listening for a while, it makes us feel really good. So thank you for that, Brendan. Also, as everybody knows, I love the merch. Go check out their merch oh, on yeah. their website. This I'm not even going to say anything other than go check it out because this is some of the coolest merch I've seen. I immediately, before we even talked to them, when Aaron showed me the email and the website, I was like, he was like, do you want that scarf? I was like, yes. And I was like, this is before we ever even did anything. Yeah. And I was like, no, never mind. He's like, no, I'm buying it for you. And I was like, okay. And I got it. And it is such a beautiful scarf. Yeah, I love it, it so much. Cool. And the hoodies are dope too. You, you were, she is like a different, like, it's almost like a superhero thing. You put it on, you oh, act like a super like it, charged what, person. What the Latin dead has, it did what the grateful dead has done for me because it's from the Latin dead. Because it's a uh, Puerto Rican Latin yes. thing fused with yes. grateful dead. It healed something yes. in Mel. Yes. And I was going to say to you, if you want to go, I would go over to YouTube. They have a lot of, uh, of live performances on there already. They've had three performances, one at the mint in La- in Los Angeles, Sweetwater music hall, and at Moe's Alley in Santa Cruz, you can see portions of this on YouTube to get an idea what they're doing. It's dope. One of my favorite things that I mentioned in the interview is you see the mixture of the Grateful Dead crowd with the Latino music crowd and the dancing converging and what is happening. Like <laughs> they said, cool this is genre cool. bending. This is cultural bridging. There is a lot going on here yeah, and it yeah. is so special. Huge honor for us to have these two on the show. And we are going to get you all to the interview here in just a second, but we got to do our little business first. Everybody ready? Yeah. Ready Follow No Simple Road at No Simple Road on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Right? Yeah. That's the first thing. Second, go to nosimpleroad.com, sign up for the newsletter, get a tarot reading with the Grateful Dead Tarot Deck by Mel and I. Me and uh, Aaron. Get your No Simple Road merch there. You can find out where we're going to be, like Skull and Roses, um, Dicks. Let's see. What else? What else are we doing? Um, Peach. That's Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a big one. No, that's not small. Did you say Mojo no. Family Fest? Mojo no, Family Fest. Out at that. the Rhythm Ground. Did what? say that? Um, yeah, so that's the whole no simple road thing and other no things to come. Com. Yeah, more, <laughs> more to come. Yeah. Things always fill in our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash no simple road is how you can support no simple road monetarily. And let me tell you, things are popping off on Patreon. Our, our no simple road. Patreon has been taken over by our, uh, producer Corey and there's all kinds of content going up, up there. And what's your confession, Mel? I mean, <laughs> while we were recording, I posted onto the Patreon. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Okay. Hell so, yeah. You're allowed to do that. Mel's getting sneaky with I things. She, she got a video of me oh the God. other night describing me cleaning my tub. You guys, <laughs> Such good Patreon shit. Patreon lovers, you're going to love this because I'm going to find a way to get it to you guys. We'll figure it I, out. We're going to figure it out. Um, Listen, there's Side Roads, which is a side podcast of No Simple Road that's patreon only that's for only for our patrons so if you want to hear the side roads interviews with mel and i and apple deep dives into our lives if you want to hear interviews with um help me out uh oh with the great grateful brothers brothers, more to come and more uh, to come all that's going up on patreon for the patreon patron only stuff and we're doing hangouts and all kinds of stuff's going on there's access to the discord server you can sign up for like a buck 
and you get all that. Five bucks, you get the Discord server, and we have a new patron this week. Kayla what? H, thank Kayla you for H. signing up for 10 bucks a month. Kayla, Kayla H, your name. thank you. Kayla, 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 welcome to the family. Wow, far out. Right. Also, you get a little song for Mel. You can go to 971-808-1524. What is that? That is how you can interact with your voice. Yeah. You could be I like, could, hey, this is Kayla. I just became Patreon. I'm going to look at their behind the scenes stuff and it's going to be dope. So sign up and here's my speech. Click. I love it. So you just talk on the phone and do anything you want. Whatever could, you want. I could tell a story about bunnies. Bunnies. Too, dude. And leave a recipe. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell a story about like bunnies. What, like whatever. Bunny Fufu got a recipe from Apple over there and then Darwin fell asleep. Oh, okay. That's 971-808-1524. You do what you want with it. Okay, that's our tepid line. That's how you can call in and leave a message for the No Simple Road family. And then another thing you can do is go over to Apple Podcasts and you can hit that five stars and then you can go even further and leave a review. I'm very sad to report this week that we have not gotten one review for March. Hey, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? I mean, this is coming out. I've tried to do it, but it erases your old review, and then it. Yeah, don't do that. So you can't do it. So, but if you haven't done it, you're the one that should do it this week. So go on yeah. Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. But if you don't even feel like doing that, just do us the favor of telling somebody that you know about. Check the show. this out. If you are listening because you are part of Brendan's, you know, wider circle, and you want to hear this interview, you're the person we're talking to. If you like this interview, go on Apple um, iTunes and Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast, sorry, and leave a five star review and tell us why you liked it. Tell us because this one's important. I know for him and it's really important for me. The reason that we ask that is that when reviews get left on Apple Podcasts, it helps the podcast get found in the algorithmic universe of contorted weirdness that's out there. It helps the AI intelligence find us. Right. But which, also, which y'all like. know, if you read a good review, then you're like, that sounds cool. I want to listen to that. that like, too. R- Russell Brand said it's a new algebra you have to learn to uh, try to understand, and it's constantly changing. That's right. The algorithm. So help us understand the algebra of the new AI algorithm by putting your review on Apple Podcasts and also telling a friend about the show because grassroots is really what it's all about. We are building the No Simple Road mycelial network of human interaction, connection, love, and transformation through one person to another, spreading air out of their mouth, saying, hey, listen to No Simple Road. It's pretty cool. I think you'll dig it. There's a great interview with Latin Dead. That's that's it. And that's the business. You guys ready to get to the interview? We're ready to get to the interview, I believe. I think everybody else is. All right. We're just going to say Latin Dead. Okay. okay. All right. Everybody? So we don't get into a train wreck here. All right. <laughs> ready? Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you the, the Latin, Latin Dead. Dead. Just kidding. Nope. We're, we're not that that's not it we forgot something we we forgot to tell them that the, there's a weird part in the interview Remember? oh, oh yeah. yes yeah, yeah about a quarter of a way yes. help them out Mel. okay so we're sitting there we're talking to brendan he answers first and for some reason oscar's in stuck in traffic and we were gonna pop you know zoom him in when he came home but then or came you know got online then in the middle of Brendan telling the story, Oscar jumps in and then we totally get sidetracked and that story never gets picked up. Right. So, so. you're, you're going to be listening to Brendan telling a story and then it kind of just like 
incongruously just jumps and Oscar jumps into the interview. That's what you're hearing. There's nothing wrong with the interview. It's totally normal. That's what happened in real life. We don't want you like (laughs) rewinding and like thinking something's wrong with your player or anything like that. What happened? Nothing happened. We're not messing with you. We want you to hear this as it actually happened. So yeah. that's what yeah. actually happened. So if you don't know, now you know. All right, let's do it again. Ready, guys? All right. With the second time, without further ado, <laughs> the No Simple Road Crew gives you the, the Latin, Latin Dead. For real this time.
Hey, how you guys doing? You guys are all set up. Yeah. <laughs> we were waiting for you, man. <laughs> nice. nice. I'm right on time. Yeah, you, you are. You are. Nice hoodie, too. I was just looking at those on yeah, the thanks, site. Man. Oh, yeah, I got cool. my swag upstairs. I got my scarf, man. The, I love dope. your merch. All right. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. It took like 10 hours with a mouse to get this sweatshirt right. Um, really? <laughs> Did you do it, Brendan? What's that? Did you do it? Did you come up with that yeah, design? Yeah. Yeah, really? I, didn't, wow. I didn't draw the artwork. I hired out somebody to to do the artwork, but then I had to like graphically put it all together. Yeah, it's it's we really, love it. Really it's cool, amazing. Man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Hey, thanks. Bef- before we start rambling, why don't you introduce yeah. yourself yourself to the folks that are listening? Sure. My name is Brendan Takeon. Um, I put together this Latin Dead um, project but uh it's more than a project i mean it's a band it's uh it's going to be uh my life's work whoa congratulations first (laughs) of all it's thank you it's Um, something special man there's there's so many things about this project to me specifically that is so exciting and fun i'm puerto rican from the bronx from new york right on um married my husband who definitely is not Puerto Rican from the West coast. And he grew up with the grateful dead. I was went my whole entire life without ever really knowing about the grateful dead, Mm -hmm. but of course no Latin music, salsa music, all of that. And to have this in our, we're 25 years married now to have this coming to us, like part of my roots, his roots together um, I'm just so excited about the project itself and how it got started. So I just want to say that before we get started, cause I'm grateful to wow, you for putting this like, together. That's so special to hear that kind of story is like, it's such a beautiful thing. And, and it hits home because, um, my wife, my wife is Latina too. And, and I got, I got her into the grateful dead too. And now <laughs> oh, okay. she's like, she's becoming, a, she's becoming a deadhead too. And, uh, uh, so, that's so yeah, that's cool, man. Wow. That's, uh, that's really cool. I'm Aaron. By yes. The way. Yeah. I guess we didn't introduce yeah, ourselves. Didn't introduce um, my name is Mel Aaron. And then yep. we have, and then I'm Apple. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I, yeah. I, no, I mean, I love you guys. So I've been listening a long time and I'm really Aww. honored to be here. Um, you guys, I mean, it's so, it's so cool between, between you guys and, and David Gans's show. It's like, Aww. man, there's so much cool, grateful dead content, but, but you guys like, it's just, these two shows are just great. You guys. Oh, thanks, Thank man. You so I really much. appreciate that. That means a lot. So that that yeah, kind of yeah. answered. I was going to ask the question. That kind of answered. I'm just wondering how long Grateful Dead has been in your life as far as musical oh, since Since day one. Okay. Um, maybe you can guess how old I am, but I, it's been it's been a long time since day one because it, it, it's from my father. Um, okay. And I know you. So you guys like do long form here right yeah, so like, you don't have to there, edit yourself nope. <laughs> you don't have any you guys don't have any hard stops no because um, no. like i've got i've got like the whole story is a long story yeah and i've been bottling this up for for years and so when somebody's interested to hear it <laughs> oh, I kinda, look yeah this is the I right to pour out this um, is the right platform Un- unbottle yeah. it and pour it on us <laughs> here, man. here's know, the here's the truth of all of it we're at home yeah. We're chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah our, our studio, we're set up in our house downstairs, yeah, so yeah. we're good to go. So please, no, ram, it looks, ramble it looks on. super cozy over there, too. And, Thanks, uh, man. Where are you guys at exactly, yeah, by the way? We're in Portland, Oregon. Not cool, right on. Yeah, yeah. What about you? 
I'm down in uh, La Mesa, which is part of like East San Diego. Right. Oh, okay. cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let's hear the long story, man. The, the long form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I jump in, uh, Oscar Hernandez is yeah. going to join us. Oh, dope. Um, oh. And he was stuck in traffic. He's live. He lives in L.A. So naturally, he's stuck <laughs> yeah. in traffic. It's all good. He's gonna jump in. Um, and 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 you know he'll chime in and 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 tell his side of the story. Perfect. Cool. I mean, all right. So, I mean, I, I was born and raised a deadhead. My father is just diehard, right? Um, he's been his first gig was Watkins Glen way back when his brothers oh, took God. him. Um, and so he's been going to shows ever since Watkins Glen. And then, so I was just born into it. Uh, and my first memory of music was the song throwing stones playing in his station wagon, mm. uh, <laughs> driving around. I'm from New York. So we're, uh it was westchester county so driving around westchester i just remember here and i was like four or five years old when when in the dark came out and throwing stones was always the one that stuck with me as a kid um and it kind of makes sense because it's it's it, you know the the chorus is like a a, a children's mm -hmm. uh song right mm -hmm. ashes ashes all fall down it's like so anyway that yeah so then uh i mean fast forward he took me to see jerry when i was 12 in 94 I think my mom finally let him take me uh, when I was 12. And so um, that was quite a profound experience. Brendan, uh, were you playing music at that time when you were 12? Not yet. Okay. No. So, yes, yeah, so I was, uh, I guess growing up with the dead gave me, because uh, that's, that's all he listened to, a touch of Bob Marley and a touch of the Allman Brothers. And then my mom was like, Sade, Whitney Houston, <laughs> um, a little bit more George Michael, a little yeah. bit more on the pop side. So I got a little bit of that, but I don't know. So I just, I, I, I guess so to say, I, I was just a music lover of all sorts yeah. and I became a little bit of a rebel early on. And, and so I went in all types of directions, but music, I was always a music lover, even as a kid. So at that age, I was into all kinds of things from hip hop to, you know, but I don't know. I was open-minded anyway. I still love the dead. And, um, you know, as I as I got older through high school, um, I was always we were always going to Grateful Dead related shows. I mean, after Jerry died, you know, it was the other ones. And then it was Rat Dog, Phil and Friends. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, I remember going to see the Persuasion sing the Grateful Dead. I mean, uh, we went to everything, you know, all the time. Uh, so I was just I was always on the lot. I was always just, you know, so. <laughs> I, I just kind of grew up that way and, and, and always loved the culture. Um, and what drew me, I'll, I'll segue into how I got into music, is that hanging out on the lot and going to like, uh, then once I got into college, I went to college in New Paltz, which is also like a, you know, epicenter of hippie culture. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I was hanging out up there and we, we used to go to lots of festivals, like uh, All Good Music Festival, oh, yeah. Gathering of the Vibes Music Festival. Um the good stuff all kinds of like smaller ones in upstate new york you know like there's just a lot of festivals in the jam band scene like probably in the early 2000s but i was always drawn to uh the drum circles mm. uh, and so between the lot and going playing at drum circles at, at the festivals and and uh i just i developed a pretty good knack for for borrowing people's drums and playing the drums right mm -hmm. just the hand drums like the west african drums and then so at a certain point, I 
All right. So fast forward a couple more years. I had moved out to Cali. I had come back. I still doing the West African drumming until I'm about 21. Uh, so I came to music kind of late, but I, uh, probably about 21, 20, no, 23. I moved back to New York and I got in a reggae band playing percussion, djembe, couple little things. That's kind of my first foray playing legit as a percussionist. Okay. And then my buddy, uh, my buddy, Chris, who helped me put this project together as well, gave me a pair of bongos that he had that he used in the studio for like his his production. He was doing like hip hop production. And I didn't really understand that bongos had a whole science to it because right around that time, YouTube came out. Mm -hmm. And so the bongos are these ones here, the small ones. And so. Or in Spanish, it's pronounced bongo, but the the there's a whole science behind that and so he gave me that and then i started you i started going on youtube and i said oh wow there's a whole cuban science to these things i thought they were just kind of for fun but then i started asking see so so my grandparents are are cuban and dominican and then so i had never really gotten so deep down that rabbit hole yet by this time as far as getting into their their culture I mean, I always heard like Kumbai and like a lot of this music playing in the background at their house, but I just hadn't gone down that rabbit hole and just, I don't know, something about the bongos connected me to it. Mm -hmm. I started putting all the dots together and I just started going down my own kind of getting deeper into my heritage, uh, you know. so rad. Yeah. And then honestly, YouTube helped me for the first year or two because I was able to, to do it for free. You know, I was always working as a construction worker, but never really had money for lessons or nothing like that, but YouTube really helped. And then, and then I finally got a teacher um, to teach me, to teach me the roots and the rudiments of conga, bongo, and a lot of these things, especially the folkloric uh, Cuban roots of the music. Um, and I was super grateful and, and lucky to find a teacher who studied with a master drummer, Frankie Malave, uh, who, who, and, taught her for free and then she taught me for free uh, for, for years wow. three years i got to study the the roots of cuban music is like uh the folkloric side is like really important when you want to play latin jazz and when you want to play salsa why, why is that um so it's really incredibly complex and polyrhythmic i guess the, an easy way to think about it is that you learn you learn how to listen to like a lot of different things going on at once, all the syncopation, you, you, you really learn syncopation. And, and, and I was lucky enough to learn um, like some of the Cuban folkloric stuff, bata drumming and, and rumba drumming um, and why that's important as like a good foundation. Right. Um, and to me, it was, it was, and it also ties in with the grateful dead because the, the syncopation is really what I had to learn to listen listen for and feel and 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 the feel is not like what we're used to uh you know in america we you know we bob our head like this on the downbeat right right but like one of the things i learned early on was to, to if you do the opposite if you throw your head back on the downbeat that really that really helps it's like a little trick and it and it kind of yeah it kind of it, it flips things on its head and then yeah once you start to feel the Cuban folkloric music, you can start to, you know, your music, 
you can start to play a little tastier. Oh, I see. I it, gives, it, it, it opens you up and gives you some space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a feel thing. And you have to like, it, it, it's more than muscle memory. It's it's feeling the syncopation, feeling the upbeats of Latin music, the, the you know, and, and, and the polyrhythms and all that. And the Grateful Dead, that's the thing is the Grateful Dead is like incredibly polyrhythmic and syncopated, especially the way Bob played his rhythm guitar. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, what makes the Grateful Dead you know, really special. I mean, there's a, there's a million things that make the Grateful Dead special. But <laughs> yes. The way that, you know, the way that they played polyrhythmically like that was, was, was why people could dance for four or five hours straight in circles. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, which I, so been. there's a connection between Latin music and, and that polyrhythm there. You know, was yeah. this your, your idea? Yeah. Holy, yeah. So, I mean, like, was it just a natural, like, you know what? I love Latin music and I play it and I love the Grateful Dead and I'd like to put the two together. Like, was it that simple? I mean, that's the, I mean, there, yeah, there, it's pretty much that simple. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. I, it I wasn't was for something. Yeah. yeah I just, I, I was just kind of, I'm, I'm, there, there's not many folks that have that, that, that are, that have one foot in the Latin music kind of culture and, and, and scene and, and the dead scene, you know? Yeah. Um, there's just, there's not, there's just not many, but I, I, I just, I've always, I've always had that. I've been playing ever since I, you know, I think I left the story off at, at studying percussion. And then, you know, while I was in New York, then I just started getting gigs early on in, in New York, Latin jazz, experimental Afro-Cuban stuff, salsa gigs. Uh, one thing always leads to another. Right. And yeah. um, I was young in the game and I was cheap. I would play cheaper than some other guys. So they would call me. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, <laughs> so you, know, you were being cheap on purpose so that you could get gigs. Is that the case? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Cheap and easy though. <laughs> and there's, there's also another um, uh, interesting dynamic in that the, the bongo see in a salsa, you know, band and, and a Latin jazz band, um, you know, there's typically like traditionally there's three percussionists, timbales, conga and bongo. And the bongo also plays the the bell, the campana. Mm. But you can you can get away without having a bongo player. Right. Especially if your timbales player and your your conga player, they can they really know how to play. They can play full with a fuller sound yeah. to compensate for not having the bongo player there because the bongo and the conga, they sync they're syncopated. Right. Uh, and so it gives it, it gives it a certain groove that, yes. that, that makes kind of Latin music what it is and especially salsa and, and, you know, but you can get away with it if you're timbales player. All right. We got him on the phone now. It's going to work. Welcome to the show, Oscar. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Uh, hi, who am I speaking with? Please okay. identify yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Melanie. There's three hosts. So I'm one of the hosts. My name is Mel. I'm Aaron. I was the guy in the middle trying to help you out. And then I'm Apple, the one on the end that looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. It's my pleasure. Yeah, ours too. Happy to be here. Yeah, it. This is this is a really exciting project, Oscar, and and uh, we're we're super honored to have both of you on the show. And um, yeah, this is I'm excited to learn more about it and hear about. All of it. So please continue with your story, Brendan. That was super yeah, where, interesting. Where would I leave You're off? talking about the syncopation between the the uh, timbales and the conga. And... Yeah, right. And so, oh, that's how I used to get work in New York. Yeah. So Oscar, I was just telling about a little bit how about how I, how my, you know, the beginning of my Latin music career. And, and a lot of it was because 
I play the bongo and, and it's easy to travel with. And a lot of bands in New York, they wouldn't bring a bongo settle because it was one extra guy they had to pay, whether it was a Latin mm. jazz band or a salsa band. And I was just a music lover and I was always going to the gigs, right? Just to watch and learn and dance and whatever. But I'd always have my bongos because they're easy to carry. And right. so I'd ask, the, I'd ask the band, I'd say, hey, can I sit in? And they always let me sit in because they, they would love to have a bongo player, but they didn't want to pay one. And so that's how I got a lot of experience, just sitting in on the bongo. And, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. And then like, oh, man, that sounded good. Like, hey, can you play congas? I said, yeah, yeah, I could put, I, you know, I could, I'll just play straight. I could, I could hang. And they're like, all right, good. We got a gig next week. It's easy. Just, you know, come by the gig. And I said, all right, cool. And that, that's kind of. Wow. That's, so that's how it went. <laughs> when, when you started putting the Latin Dead together, what was the first step? Yeah. So, I mean. I had the idea a long time ago, just, just like you said, cause I, I'm just, a, I'm a deadhead. I play Latin music. And I, I, when I listen to dead songs, it's like, I can hear Latin rhythms in the background and you know, a lot of dead songs, they have the clave in there. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're using the, the Bo Diddley, you know, clave a lot of times, but th that comes from, you know, that comes from Cuba and that, that comes from Africa, right? Afro Cuban rhythm. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and Bo Diddley took it and, and the Grateful Dead kind of used that, but, you know, Mickey Hart, he studied plenty of Afro-Cuban music, too. So he knows well and clear. But, and so anyway, you can you can just hear I could just hear some grooves. And so I knew it would always work. We, we, we'd pull it together one day and then COVID happened and um, I got put on part time. And so for the first time in my life, I wasn't running around working six, seven days a week. <laughs> and uh, I had a little time to put this to pen and paper and, and put a plan together. You know, it's, it's an ambitious plan. So it's like you know, it took, I knew it was going to take a lot to do this thing right. And then, so I reached out to, you know, when I, when I raised a couple of bucks and, and, and I had a, a, a strong enough plan, I reached out to a couple of the, the folks in New York that I used to gig with. And uh, Pete Nader was one of them uh, and our trumpet player now. Mm -hmm. And, and Pete's like, uh, Hey man, I'm going to give you a couple of phone numbers, you know, and, I couldn't believe he gave me Oscar Hernandez's number. But, uh, he gave me a couple phone numbers, but I saw Oscar was, I said, holy shit. I said, fuck it. Let me just try it, man. You know? So, so Oscar, so let's hear from your side when yeah. you got the phone call. Yeah. Let's hear about and, that. <laughs> and then I called him. <laughs> well, the truth of the matter is this is all happening and it has all happened uh, as uh, because Brendan is the brainchild of this. You know, it all started with his love and passion of of the you know the Grateful Dead. I have to admit, I was not a Grateful Dead fan. Uh, it didn't cross my path as being a musician. Although coincidentally, I did. There was a concert that we did where uh, I was with with Jerry Garcia and uh, a concert I did as Ruben Blades musical director. That Jerry Garcia was a guest, and so was Santana. So maybe <laughs> it was an omen. Wow. But so when Brendan called me, I kind of said, "No, nah, Jesus, no, I'm, I'm very honest. I'm very forthright. I'm very transparent. And in my mind, I said, Grateful Dead? Oh, I don't think so. You know, in my mind. And but he was so passionate, you know, and I could feel that he he was genuine because he's a genuine person. Yeah. And so I, I, I thought about it. I said, well, let's let's keep talking about it, you know. And I, I said, send me some songs. And I started listening. <clears throat> after after saying in my mind, I'm not doing this. 
because it wasn't something that was motivated by passion. You know what I mean? For me, which is everything I do is because I love to do it and and I have a commitment, you know, based on the passion, you know, same with all my music, you know, with my own band. <clears throat> but the more I thought about it, I just looked, kind of looked in the mirror, you know, uh, figuratively, and I said, you know, Oscar, challenge yourself. Don't be a jerk here. Mm. And uh, so I decided to, you know, to say yes and move <laughs> forward. So that's when I started to pick his brain. I said, well, send me some of the songs. What are some of the songs? And he started sending me from, you know, One More Saturday Night, uh, uh, Such a Grey, uh, you know, all the songs that he started sending me. And I started going, mm, okay, yes, yes, no, I don't like that one. I don't think that would work. And I came to my my own conclusion as to what I thought would work. And and the truth is, I'm not blowing smoke up my own butt. I mean, as a producer, I'm really good at what I do. And I'm really a, a servant to the project in any project that I'm, you know, that I'm in. So I tried to, you know, because I'm very coming from a very genuine, honest place. And the truth of the matter is, I said, let's go. Once we, once we, I started going, you know, deciphering the arrangements, how they were going to play out and contacting the people besides myself that were going to arrange this music. Uh, it all started coming together. I'm listening to the stuff on the arrangements on my computer you know, on the software that I use, and I'm more like, yeah, wow, I like this. This is going to work. And then it went from there to, you know, uh, Brendan uh, got the funding for us to go into the studio, one of the best studios here in Los Angeles. And I hired all the musicians, and, you know, we agreed on uh, how it was going to happen, when it was going to happen. And lo and behold, you know, once we did it, I couldn't feel more proud of Aww. what we accomplished on this recording. <laughs> So I, I feel really good that we accomplished, you know, what we needed to accomplish, uh, making our own mark with regard to the music of the Grateful Dead, you know, uh, basically creating a different concept, but with, you know, the respect and the legacy of their music not being compromised at all. Mm. And, and that's big for me. I don't want to compromise their music and I don't want to compromise my music. Mm. It happened, you know, I can give you a good example of how that happened yeah. in another time. I, I did something with Paul Simon and, uh, you know, with my own band, you know, people kept asking me, you know, cause Paul was a friend of mine. I was his musical director, <clears throat> uh, for, for a period there. And, um, people could ask, kept asking me, why don't you, you know, why don't you have Paul as a guest? And I went like, eh, I don't know, you know, I don't know. And then finally, we're having a conversation. We were about to go in the studio. And I just asked him, I said, Paul, thinking he was going to say no. Oh, no. Uh, and uh, I asked him, he said, hell yeah, absolutely. What, what, what are you thinking? Of? Oh, so wow. I said, geez, it kind of put me on the spot. I said, well, maybe, you know, me and Julio or uh, late in the evening. And he said, let's do it. And that day, I, I, you know, got on my computer, you know, I, I, I took out late in the evening. I went, yes, this will work beautiful. And I put it together. And a week later, we were in the studio. And, it, and the bottom line with that is it didn't compromise his music and it didn't compromise uh, our music. It came out as a happy medium that worked beautifully for both. And that's the way I feel about this project. Okay. that uh, You know, it's, it's funny, man. You... you with a career like yours, you've had such a rich, deep career for to hear you say, don't limit yourself. 
it is very shocking to me um, that, and not because that for any other reason that after this long of doing what you do and being so good at what you do, that you're still willing to challenge yourself to go further, to stretch and to take a chance on something without knowing how it's going to come out. Also, and you don't have to do that yeah. either. Yeah. It's not like, you, you know, you, you don't have to prove anything. Exactly. Well, the truth is, look, I'm a big believer in planting seeds. You know, people ask me for advice. I said, you know what? You constantly got to plant a seed. You plant a seed, you plant a seed, not knowing what's going to happen. Nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. And all of a sudden, boom, one just like zooms like a rocket to the sky. And I just look up and I go, thank you. And, and <laughs> it's all because of its well-intentioned. It's coming from a genuine place. And like I said, when we achieve what we achieve in the studio, I felt nobody was compromised. I felt their music wasn't compromised. I felt that we did a great job doing what we needed to achieve. And, you know, Brendan was right. It wasn't my idea. It was his idea. Kudos to him for having the foresight and having the creative foresight. You know, I mean, he delved in Latin music, but it's, it's, it wasn't his thing like it is my thing. You know, I've done right. it my whole life and I do it with my eyes closed and I'm really good at it. You know, no ego, no ego. I've just been doing it, you know, since I was a kid, you know, for 50 years now. Right. So the truth of the matter is, it's a matter of just uh, moving forward and in a, in a in kind of a, uh, a logical way of how I do things uh, and putting on my producer's hat, you know, um, and, and always less is more because sometimes people, you know, they want to, in their, in their fervor, enthusiasm to create something, they just, you know, uh, they saturate stuff. You know, and, uh, and that's one of the things I learned with, you know, with Paul Simon, speaking of Paul Simon, is the simplicity of, you know, how we wanted to hear things. Because music is, Latin music is really complex. Right. So, uh, and it could be made, I'm just listening to the Afro-Cuban music that you hear now, it's so complex, it actually kind of turns me off sometimes, I have to say. Um, because the essence of musicianship and musicality is often lost. And mm. that's at the forefront of what I see in every production that I want to be involved in. If it doesn't have musicality, if there's not, you know, musicianship, then I don't want to be, there's no, no ego. You know, it's all about creating, you know, something as a team and as people who I identify with an idea and uh, being a servant to that. And that's how I've done it. And, you know, people ask me all the time because I've been successful and I said, man, it just comes from the love of music. <laughs> I love music and I freaking love Latin music. So, for me, um, you know, again, and, and you know what the proof of the pudding, guys, was the three gigs that we did a month ago. I was like a pig in shit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's how you know it's good. Well, it was different for me because I'm used to being the leader, my own band. I did care, care of, Brendan was taking care of everything. I was musical directing. But I could take a step back. You know, I don't want, I don't necessarily didn't want to be in the, don't want to be in the limelight. You know what I mean? Right. But the, it all comes down to the music. Everything boils down to the music and the experience. And that experience, I said, wow, not only did it work as a record, it works even better live. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's full vindication as to my trepidation originally as to wanting to do this. And I feel totally great moving forward. 
And I feel good for Brendan because the truth of the matter is, it comes from a a a, a real passion for him, man. <clears throat> you know, and and respect for the you know the 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 music of the the dead and what that represents. It, it didn't come from me. <clears throat> you know, I just added my touch and I added my expertise and I added my passion for music to uh his brainchild and here we are <laughs> well it's like you said man you are good at what you do and and here's here's the thing is that um the music of the grateful dead is is its own universe and and that music is meant to be played live that is you know the dead were never a great studio band and um it's its own musical universe and has its own traditions and in no way is it as as um, storied, rich, has as much heritage as Afro-Cuban or Latin music by any stretch of the imagination, but it is its own universe in that way. It does have its own um, peculiarities. And I think that putting the two together, man, is fucking brilliant, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second, Brendan, to have seen this done with such class is really fucking cool, man. Thank you, man. I mean, that that's, means, that's I mean, awesome. That, that's awesome that you say that because that's the way I feel about it. Yes. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, and Brendan, sorry to interrupt. I'll, no, I'll no. let you, you know, talk no, 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 a second. But, but the truth of the matter is, um, yeah, you know, for it to play out the way it has played out. And, and you're right. I discovered that the music of the Grateful Dead is, like you said, is its own universe. So I had no clue. You know, uh, I, I just know that as a musician, it wasn't really my cup of tea. Right. But now that I've come around and I see what it's about and why, and I could see why people love it, you know, and uh, I could see what makes it, uh, you know, the beauty of what makes it, you know, successful. So <clears throat> uh, it's taken me, you know, to open my mind up to, to, uh, to really uh, embrace that aspect of it because I can't say that I would have before Brendan came into my life. Wow. <laughs> Brendan, you wow. turned, you yeah, turned, good Os- job, yeah, you turned Oscar Hernandez onto the dead. Bro. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is, this is, this is, this is, and, and he's, I mean, he's not the first, but it, he's, you know, this is one of the most important uh, conversions I've made, but this is a microcosm for like, like the whole concept. It, it, that's what I'm saying is it's like more than a band. It's, uh, you know, it, we can, we can, th- this can be a cultural bridge. And, yes. And really, that's, sorry. Really, I had to say that. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's just ex- expanding the Grateful Dead's music into a new audience and expanding Latin music into a new audience. So it, it, it goes, it, it's going to go both ways. And, and, Deadheads are going to start buying Spanish Harlem Orchestra CDs and and uh, some salsa dancers are going to start buying Grateful Dead CDs, uh, you yes. know. Um, well, let me uh, ask her, you. Yeah. I, I was just. Cultural bridge, that's a great, that's a great expression. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know if you that just came to the top of your head, but, you know, a term like that is a beautiful expression because if you can create something that, you know, uh, what that means uh, uh, to the world, then you're 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 adding beauty to this sometimes sad ass world we live in. You know what I mean? It, yes. It's a cultural bridge. So, you know, this is a funny story. I tell the story. Uh, so the first time, the first time that I had a clue <clears throat> that this was going to work, 
<clears throat> I used to go to the post office where I used to live. And me in the post office, he, it was a small, tiny post office. And we would have conversations. He knew I was a musician. So he tells me, hey, so what are you up to? You know, he would see me mailing CDs. And I said, hey, man, I just worked on this project for, you know, uh, a Grateful Dead, you know, make, you know, uh, Latin version. He said, what? He says, oh, man, I love the Grateful Dead. I'm a fan. So he says, I said, really? And I had it on my phone. <clears throat> so he said, what songs did you record? I said, well, here's one. Here's such a great. And he's like jumping up and down behind the counter. <laughs> well, I got sounds amazing. So I had the first clue. <clears throat> and I played three or four other songs. He was like, oh, man, that's incredible. So that was the first clue that I'm saying, gee, I think this is going to work. <laughs> we may have something here. Yeah, no shit. Man. Well, Oscar, you weren't here for the very first part of the story when we started with Brendan, but um, I'm a Puerto Rican from New York, um, from the Bronx. No, see and and my no i'm not kidding you're a couple years older than my mom oscar i i was tripping out doing research this morning about all the stuff that like you know the Tide puente and all like all of the pl the all the things celia cruz because that's what i grew up with and i didn't grow up with the grateful dead i learned about the grateful dead when i married my husband you know in my when i was 19 years old and those two never mixed in my whole entire life. Those two sounds never came together. And when we heard about this project, I was so excited because I couldn't believe that my childhood music was now stepping into my adulthood life. And I never could understand how it could go together. And then hear you guys playing it so beautifully and one of my husband and I's favorite songs was Shakedown Street from when I first started, like, you know, when he turned me on and to see that that's one that you guys chose. And the again, the way that you do it and that cultural bridge that we were just mentioning, that is I'm, I'm 44. OK, so I was a little bit young to see Jerry. You know, I didn't I didn't see that part. But what you're doing for all the Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Dominicans, Mexicanos, all the, the Colombiano, all the Spanish music and, and cultures out there to bring this happy music and this loving um, universe. And Aaron was saying, I can't even imagine the cultural barriers and the cultural healing that it's going to bring because of this. Well, that's amazing, Mel. And the truth is, uh, <clears throat> that's beautiful. That's a beautiful story, first of all. But coincidentally, I have a cousin that lives in uh, Petaluma. Okay. Who's like about your age. <clears throat> and she was saying, you know, uh, <clears throat> cousin, she she went to see us at, uh, at, uh, at one of the gigs up there that we did, uh, Mill Valley. Sweetwater. <clears throat> and she says, yes. And she says, I... I grew up with this music. I grew up, man, but to hear those songs, the way you guys are doing them is the most amazing shit I've ever heard. Oh, so she yeah. was beside her. She even wrote me, a, <clears throat> she sent me a card, you know, a week later, I received it at my house saying I was so blown away. You're, you're so talented. You, that was so badass. <laughs> Brendan. It's true. It's, it's cool to see. It's cool to see that, you know, and yet because she had the same, it's similar to you. She had the Latin side of her, but she grew up immersed being from that area and her friends in school, you know. <clears throat> so it's beautiful to see that happening like that. And 
let's just hope, man, that, you know, it's, uh, music is about creating beauty into this world that we live in. And, you know, hopefully that's one of the aspects that we've been able to, you know, uh, to achieve, you know, or we're able to achieve. Right. And I'm, I'm curious, Brendan, the Grateful Dead songbook is massive. <laughs> how do you, yeah. how do you pare it down to what you did? Well, I mean, this is only the beginning, right? I have, I have a list. I mean, I've got a long, long <laughs> a mile long, <laughs> a mile long of things I want to do. Um, and it's so much fun even to think about it. I can't think about it too much because it makes me want to quit my day job. <laughs> but, but, um, Oscar really helped me with that. Um, sometimes I have ideas in my head and his knowledge of Latin music just is like, uh, 10x mine right? right and so i'll i think i hear something in a guajita like you know a lot of latin music there's so many different styles right and and in the grateful dead as well and 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 that's why this is going to work for a long time because the stylistic um depth that there is on both sides of the of the coin is is just massive right because the dead will play ballads they'll play rock tunes country tunes folk tunes just and then they get they get jazzy and jammy and and in latin we have so many different rhythms we can draw from so many different styles so sometimes i'll hear something and i'll say you know what like the latest one was a guajira i really want to do a guajira which is 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 like the style that that got really popular with um uh what was it uh not the Afro-Cuban All-Stars, but I don't know, 20 years ago, there was that huge wave with that documentary that came out about Cuban. Um, well, the Buena Vista Social Club. Buena Vista Social mm. Club. Yeah, yeah. So that sound, a lot of those sounds is a Guajira sound. And I know people are familiar with that sound. Uh, and and part of this, part of our inception here and, and what we're going to continue to do is 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 bring familiarity to to, to the deadheads and, and, and to the world as far as like, I want them to to hear these tunes and I want it to feel familiar, but I also want it to feel surprising. There needs to be that element of surprise because when I go to a Grateful Dead concert, the the the, the most fun thing in the world is is the element of surprise to me. Is it I don't know what they're gonna play and I don't know if I if they do start playing something and I know it, it's like I don't know where it's gonna go. Right. So we need to bring all that in, but um, just to circle back, it's like, I, I thought I heard a song in Guajita, but I called Oscar and Oscar was like, let me hear it. And he heard it and he goes, no, no, the chord changes, they're not going to work. So then I, then I was like, okay, let's try for something else. And then, and then, so that kind of happened. That's like a, another example of how this whole thing came together. I would feed Oscar tunes and then Oscar would say, oh yeah, this is going to work or no, this is going to work. And then, and then he fed them to a couple other arrangers. Uh, incredible arrangers too. Um, and so I think the process was more or less like that. And that's just going to be the way it continues to go. That's, um, that's really cool that it can be organic like that. Like just your ear is the thing that's putting it together. And then you give it to Oscar and say, okay, well, will this work? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's then, basically it. <laughs> and then bringing in, in what, oh, what's that Oscar? What I was going to say, no, what I was going to say is that, you know, what also made me realize that it works. Hmm. At the gigs that we did, playing what we recorded, the people were singing the songs. Mm. They were singing the lyrics. So okay. I'm I'm looking at that going like, so they could they weren't like alienated or they didn't feel uncomfortable. They could just sing the lyrics to what we were playing, mm. which was awesome. 
and for me, that was key with, you know, creating something that was not, we didn't just say, well, we're going to make our own version and later, you know what I mean? Later for, if it fits, if people like it or like it, I think that you have to, you know, part of being a good producer is creating that happy, when you're doing something like this, creating that happy medium where it works for everybody. Everybody yes. walks away with a big smile on their face and a happy camper. And that's the ultimate, you know, sign of success with uh, achieving something, you know, when you you get that type of response. So uh, that that's all the more reason why I know uh, we've done the right thing here when I see those things happen mm-hmm. like that. For sure. I'll, yeah, exactly. I was going to say one thing with, the, with that, what Oscar said, the other thing watching, I mean, you guys have only had three performances. Watching those, the other reason I know it works is watching the dancing. It's crossing the genres of Latin dancing with the eclectic Grateful Dead dancing and the mix. Those shows, all three of I mean, there was so much crowd participation, singing and dancing. It's just beautiful to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, it, you know, let's not forget, we're going to get to see you guys perform <laughs> at Skull and Roses. Yeah. And... I I mean we've talked about it on the show ad nauseum, but like this will be our third year going back yeah. to Skull and Roses. The first year, my thought was, how the heck are they gonna do a festival with the Grateful Dead? I know their Four songbook. Days. I know their songbook is great and massive, but still I was like, Oh, come on. And after that first year, I I we flew home and my jaw was still on the ground because I couldn't believe how unique some of the things that we heard were and it didn't feel like the same song. So even if it was the same song, it didn't feel like that at all. So now flash forward a couple years later and we have you all performing for a crowd that I'm talking about. They're thirsty for this. They don't even know yet, but they're so thirsty for this. This is this particular take on the songbook is was absent yes it wasn't there it and and Mm -hmm. it and now that it's there i'm like oh that completely makes sense that needed to be there i i think that it's going to be very surprising for people i think you guys are in for a shock at at the response (laughs) for sure i really feel like that that's that's awesome and you know what you guys just kind of uh uh, the proof of the pudding in terms of because you guys know that you know, you know the repertoire, you know the tradition, you know the history, you know the legacy. And for you just to have the take that you have on what we've done and what we're doing, man, it doesn't get better than that for me. And, it, you know, again, you know, I get interviewed a lot. I tell people it's not about the money because the money we make and spend it has nothing to do with the money. It's about what you create, what's yes. the experience left, that indelible uh experience that that people you know uh go home feeling and for me that's what it's about you know when spanish harlem orchestra gets up on the stage and i see somebody at the end of the show who's not even latino who really doesn't know come up to you says look i don't know who you guys are but (laughs) holy shit (laughs) you know you know yeah i've had that and it's not like i get that you know uh sporadically i get that all the time so because they really latch on to the genuineness you know the passion that we bring to the table the respect to the legacy and the history of what we're doing 
and they can feel that, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's what you want to be able to create as, mu- as a musician because you're creating a magic that goes beyond, you know, it being a business, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it goes to the heart of, you know, why good music is good music and why, you know, people, you know, uh, love music and why, you know, it moves the world on, on many levels. Yeah, it's more than a product, and, you know. And tell me, honestly, like, Brendan, what he just said, you could just put quotes around that and put Jerry Garcia at the end of it. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's universal. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's yeah, the universal goal and and which is really poignant with the Grateful Dead is 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 to make people feel good. Just 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 like the way Oscar was was putting it, you yep. know, to make people feel something, mm-hmm. especially. But in the end, it needs to feel good, uplifting. And and so the, I, the Grateful Dead's music, I mean, that's what's been drawing me to it ever since. That's it, there's something super emotional about it. Right. And right. and I don't know. It brings a lot of people to tears all the times and me, myself and and. I don't, there's something this, this songwriting is is just so incredible but the but the the, the way jerry plays I, I there's something just so emotional but he, he'll take you on a journey the grateful dead's music takes you on a journey and then in the end it's uplifting and to you know to make to 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 provide that for others that same feeling i mean what else in life is is, is better than to to make people feel good you no. know and uh, get, you know give people hope and and I you know that that's 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 the goal above anything. I I mean you know right. And if I can quit my day job and do that, you know, please. Well, <laughs> I think too that um I I want to mention this because so we go to this concert or the performance right, and we have that incredible like you said up and down moment where we're crying one minute, laughing and hugging and high fiving with our partner. Then the concert's done and we go home. It's weeks, months, sometimes even years after that performance that we're talking about it and it's stored in our memory bank Mm. and we sing the song like we heard it that night and we call our friend and like, remember that time when, you know, what the theme ball is and he did this and like, we remember that. And so it doesn't just stay as a one time event. It goes with you and it makes you take your friend the next time. Or your mom yeah. the next time. Yeah. And it makes you infect other people with that beautiful experience. And what I'm so excited about is that this is the beginning of it. I'm having, this has nothing to do with you guys, but kind of everything. My mom, I'm just turning her on to the Grateful Dead through something com- <laughs> like for a completely different reason through tarot cards. But this, I, I know, Oscar, are you laughing back there? But I'm turning, I'm, I'm trying, I'm like, mom, in order to learn about these cards, you need to learn to listen to the music. And now I can send her your music because this is something that oh, she can shit. understand in her bones and get in her body. Damn, like that she needs this. She needs, and yeah, she's well, in a part well, of, needs this. Yeah. Well, I definitely, <laughs> she's in a part of her life where she needs the joy that we're talking about. So you all coming at this 
uh, time is almost the perfect timing for literally for the world to have it right now because we need this um, cultural mingling. We need it. Yeah. You need to send this to your Uncle Pete too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole family. The family's getting it after we get off. I want to ask though, you know, bringing in a guitar player is super important for this project. And there's a universe of amazing guitarists out there, Latin jazz guitar players and who and how, and, and, you know, how did it end up at John Kay? It, wait, I, and I have to say too, totally makes sense, but I'm just wondering how you got there. Sure. That's um, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oscar. Well, I kept telling Oscar, cause when I had John Kay, agree a long time ago i kept telling because I, I, I that was one of the the only guys that oscar didn't know and he had to just trust me okay right and he, he was like man you sure you got the guitarist man i was like oscar trust me bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, but uh for john it was like i've been seeing john since i remember the first time i saw him it was oh one in in uh, we went to see uh, dark star in oh one scranton mm-hmm. and then we we fought him down in west virginia um and so this was his first couple of years but i was just blown away since back then um and ever since then he i just been seeing dark star right so this is 20 20 years i mean when i forget when he left the band 16 whatever it was but whatever i saw him for so long and i i used to see him uh you know he used to come out and drink a beer sometimes just like in the corner and and he'd be all humble and but you could approach him and he was cool, man, you know? And so I, I, over the years I had just, you know, shot the shit with him a little bit here and there. And then one time I was doing an after party for a dark star show and he came down to the after party and he hung out and then he gave, we got tickets to the next night. He gave, you know, he hooked us up anyway. I, so fast forward, I just, he was, he was the first guy I, I wanted to reach out. I mean, I mean, he's just powerfully, uh embodies jerry right i mean uh, you know you close your eyes and dude uh, you know it's like it's you know it's like watching jerry it's like hearing jerry um but uh and and, and he's just i just knew him as a nice guy which is which is really important i you know i knew him when i wanted to put 11 guys together and 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 you know everybody else who was helping me that, that the camaraderie was going to be important so i just like there's like a no asshole rule right yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. totally so, no fucking uh, prima donnas so allowed knew, yeah 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 i knew him as a, as, a, as a nice guy so when i reached out to him when when covid happened he was like he, he immediately responded with enthusiasm Whoa. and but at the same time i needed to i needed to build this and make it you know legit enough right so it it, it took three years right but but finally I showed him a few things about how far along I was with this. And he's like, okay, this is legit. Talk to my manager. <laughs> and so okay. then he, then, then he gave me his manager's number and we worked everything out. Um, That's... And ever since then, yeah, John's just been wonderful, just enthusiastic, open-minded, uh, grateful to, you know, be part of it, collaborative. Um, but, but being approachable is, is important. If he was, if he was a cold shoulder kind of guy, this, he, you know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been there. And, and I wouldn't have gotten Oscar because Pete Nader, the guy who, who, who forwarded me Oscar's number originally is one of the most approachable guys in, in New York city. And when I was hanging out down there in the Bronx and all that, going to the gigs, a lot of the, a lot of the guys are cold shoulder guys, you right. know, and, and it doesn't mean they're bad people. They're no. just, you know, 
but Pete was always approachable and Pete would invite me places. He'd, he'd be setting up a jam and he didn't know me that well, but he'd be like, I'm going to give you a shot, you know, come to this jam and stuff like that. So, so Pete was an approachable guy too. So there's something about being approachable that they kind of put all this together too. That's, you know? that's really, really dope. We've had, um, we've had John on the show. Um, and when that interview was over, we were left stunned yeah. at his, he's like a, He's an encyclopedia and he's also like a, a monk, like the way he teaches <laughs> when he talks. And also, but his presence too. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really cool. And oh, I, know, I know what you mean about him being approachable. What were you yeah. going to say, I Oscar? Wanna add, well, I wanted to add that from my perspective, you know, John has maybe, you can say, is the most important cog, you know, and I had no clue about John. But what really, actually brings it home to me in terms of the latin dead is that you could tell just from being around him from talking to him from being in the studio with him how much uh he how enthusiastic he is about what we've created here right mm. you know what i mean he's like going shit this is awesome it's like different it's the same but it's totally different and it's something new and something creative that's out of his realm, but yet he's musical enough and he's like, you know, very giving as a person to say, you know, that's part of having your ego in check to saying, how, how can I help make this happen? And, you know, he could, you know, be that cold shoulder, a cold fish that says, no, I'm too big for this. I'm too good. And on the contrary, he's been nothing but, you know, a feather in our caps, Aww. you know, in terms of this project. His attitude, his willingness to learn, his willingness to be open uh, and to contribute and to realize that <clears throat> he's on equal footing in terms of musicianship, in terms of creativity. Mm. And maybe, maybe he's learned a lot here as well. You know what I mean? Because, you know, uh, we appro I approach things different from the way he approaches things, you know, and from what the Grateful Dead approaches things we do things different. You know, I come in with the music all written out. Everything is clear on paper. The concept is a really on paper. It's a matter of the musicians, you know, interpreting those notes with the right feeling and the right concept to make it come to life. So that's not the way he usually works things out, but he was giving enough as a person to say, Hey, this, this stuff I could learn. And he'll ask, you know, and, and uh, so it's it's been an incredibly collaborative experience with John, and it's been nothing but a pleasure. And kudos to you know to Brendan again. I have to say kudos to Brendan for having the foresight to bring the right guy, mm -hmm. because <clears throat> I didn't really realize how uh, authentically good in terms of this concept. You know, he chose the right guy. Yeah. And I was listening to the live take of what we did when we played at Sweetwaters, you know, listening back and the guitar sounded phenomenal. I went like, Jesus, guitar sounds great. I mean, you know, you could have picked, you know, a thousand guitars that would sound great. But in terms of having their finger on the essence of the pulse of what this is, you ain't going to find a thousand guys to have that. You know what I mean? No, and yeah, yeah. So I, he's one of the I, I think that w what could have happened and didn't is... Uh, a guitar player coming in and trying to play like Jerry over what you guys are doing. 
And I don't, that's absolutely not what happened here. It's a, it's an integration. It, what we heard, what we're hearing is a, a melding of the two. And I think, like you said, Brendan nailed it with picking John because John has the, uh, musical chops and, and, and respect for what you guys are doing to be able to make himself fit. You know what I mean? Well, I think about this yeah, too, like genuine integration. Yeah. Genuine, genuine, genuine integration for me, because I mean, people could try to, you know, uh, fit in, but he comes from a real genuine place in terms of that's kind of important about choosing the right guy personally as well. You know, uh, you know, when he says, the no, did, Brendan, did you say the no asshole rule? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you read my book? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> the truth of the matter, you know, I learned a long time ago, and again, <clears throat> that it's not my agenda. It's not your agenda, his agenda, or hers, her agenda. It's our agenda. If we're trying to create something together, it's our agenda. And people come with the asshole chip. I don't have any time, and you, so I don't, I don't give a shit how good you play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of great players that really, you know, they just muck it up for lack of saying you know, the word with the F, which is what us New Yorkers are used to saying. Uh, in my old age, I'm now using the M word, muck it up. Okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to say something. I, I don't know this about John, but he's been playing Grateful Dead music for a very, very long time himself. So imagine the breath of fresh air that this project has brought to somebody who's played it almost every single way that you possibly can and to be able to be excited again about the music that I'm sure is something that's like writhing through his veins with excitement you know kind of like you saying Oscar saying that you were going to just give it a chance and then seeing the people like now you know it's going to work like these two people that have been playing their music respectfully for a very long time, amazing in their fields to bring fresh air to something that they've been doing for years and years. That is a kudos to you, Brendan. Like that, that's, that's beautiful. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Right. That's it. In a nutshell, Mel. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. That's it in a nutshell. No doubt about it. And that's why it works. And that's why I feel so great about what we were able to, you know, uh, accomplish here with what we've done. And, you know, hopefully this is the beginning and we could keep adding and creating, you know, a, uh, our own little identity within what that world is, you know, the Grateful Dead world, which is like a ph- phenomenon unto itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so we'll see what happens. Brendan, what's yeah. the, what's the, hope for this thing what do you what's the plan the the, the plan is is long term 30 years okay oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. well I like come it. on look at dso we just had um rob Quartz on the show yeah. the other day yeah. 25 yeah. 25 years they're yeah. celebrating and and one of the wonderful things that came out of that interview that i heard him say was as a musician you know how hard it is playing so many gigs and at 25 years that he's able to have a work-life balance and be proud to stand on that mountain and look back on everything that he's done 
and mm-hmm. still be able to do it, but also with his family now, he can go home at regular. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's with not joy. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I'm yeah. I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the idea. It's it's challenging, um, musically for 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 almost for everybody here, which is why one of the many reasons this thing has legs. Like I already touched on the stylistic depth of both sides, right? Yeah, and right. the Grateful Dead repertoire is vast. But it's challenging to both my, you know, my jazz guys and my salsa guys in the band, to Oscar and to John. And it needs to be challenging for perpetuity because if it gets stale or it gets monotonous, it's, it's going to lose its flavor. And, and so we're not going to lose our flavor because we're going to keep pushing. It's going to be challenging, you know, these these arrangements are going to you know they're gonna ebb and flow that we're gonna open some up we're gonna you know expand the repertoire different styles uh you know we're just we're going we're going deep um yeah this is this is the end of the day job brendan yeah (laughs) Uh, please It's, I know my boss won't be watching my, this. I know my boss won't be watching this, so I can. Uh, that right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. The legacy. One, Sorry, more, go ahead. one more time, Oscar. No, it's, it's all you, man. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Oh, I'm saying it's not unlike the legacy of Spanish Harlem Orchestra, which is now 20 years, right? 20 years, uh, three Grammys, six nominations. We've traveled the world. We're on our way to Hong Kong and Taiwan and 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 uh korea in a couple of weeks in a couple in a month so taking our music all over the world and and people ask me because you know in this world that we live in people want you know people ask me well you know give me you know give me something you know like you know uh lately you know what what have you guys you know uh give me something that's kind of that we could use and i'm gonna look you know what we're not the flavor of the day. We're not the flavor of the week or the flavor of the month. We've been around for 20 years. You want something to sell? Sell the fact that we've been around 20 years and we've created an incredible legacy honoring the history and tradition of what this music is and we're the best at what we do. Why don't you just go sell that? I mean, not to mention, you know, I could say, yeah, we have a new record that was just nominated for a Grammy, but that's not unlike what, what we, what we, want to create here with you know with the latin dead hopefully in, in 10 you know years we could be looking back and going like wow uh so and hopefully you know look for brendan we we need for him to get in a position to be able to quit his day job for- <laughs> <laughs> yes man, no that's shit, man. It. and that's it and me too got it. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what <laughs> but- the truth of the matter is you know He's done it like on a shoestring, man. God bless him. He's been able to make it happen. And that's a testament to his passion, his mm-hmm. deep down passion for what this is. And, you know, I, I salute him. Uh, and it couldn't have been done without him. He's the first and foremost cog here. I, you know, he brought me along and, you know, I've been really helpful. And I'm, like I said, I'm go- good at what I do. But the truth of the matter is it wouldn't have happened without him. So he still has a day job and, 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 to, for him to keep balancing both because i see him balancing both and it's not easy man no. so hopefully we'll get to the point where you know uh, it could be self-sufficient and we could keep you know creating our own little you know fan base and creating enough work for us to be able to go around 
Wow. Oscar, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question, man. You, you know, you've been, you just mentioned like the Grammys and, and how long you've been doing it. And when you were starting out, did you ever dream that you would be where you're at now? I, I, I just wonder, no, it wasn't something like Never, you just no. knew. So, you know what? I'm a big believer in divine intervention. Mm. That's another way of saying God right. for me, because I can't, I can't explain certain things that have happened in my life. The fact that I play piano is, I can't even tell you, uh, is, is a miracle unto itself. Because I grew up in the South Bronx, all right? Family of 11, I grew up poor. And if it wasn't that somebody might donated, Family of 11, I'm the youngest, family, somebody donated a piano to my brother, who was the superintendent of the building where we lived, and he put it in a room and created a, a space for me at, when I was 14. Uh, who knows where I would be, you know? Right. Uh, so, and, and it, was a, it was a hard life. I had another brother who had tattooed on his arm in Spanish, Nasi para sufrir. I was born to suffer, and he lived and died like a dog, oh, no. being a heroin addict his whole life. So I know the reality of when you say dream of whatever happened to me, no, I just followed the path that was put in front of me. Mm -hmm. And at 16, I was already playing professionally. At 18, I was already playing with some incredible musicians. By the time I was 25, the education that I had received in the city of New York, playing with the most incredible musicians, you couldn't get at the best, you couldn't pay for at the best university in the world. So I've been blessed a hundred times where I came from to have done what I've done. And, uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you another story. When I went to the first Grammys that we were nominated with Spanish Harlem Orchestra 2003, <clears throat> we didn't win, but we were nominated. Mm -hmm. We would win the next time. But I'm in the audience, and they announced one of the winners in a category was the Blind Boys of Alabama. And I see this black gentleman get up from his chair and walk up like 20 flights of steps to accept the trophy. And when he gets up to the top of steps, he grabs the mic and he says, it took me 30 years to walk up those steps. <gasps> wow. Jesus Christ. So for me, that, that was me when we won our first Grammy. Wow. But I mean, I paid my dues. I paid my dues in this business. I mean, yeah, I've been blessed to play with some incredible people on the most incredible stages all around the world. So <clears throat> I've created a legacy, you know, that uh, I just follow the path to this day. God gives me the notes and I'm really good. He gives me some really good notes. What can I say? Wow, <laughs> so man. It, it's been awesome for me and I continue to uh, revel. Is that the right word? Yeah. Revel. 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 And, and, <laughs> and, and, and the glory of music in my life, man. And uh, the fact that I'm able to every now and then put my foot forward in a different direction with this project, you know, like I've done it with a few other things that, I, that I've done. I just, you know, uh, for instance, a month ago, got called to do something on Sesame Street. That's another way to put my foot forward in a different direction with Latin music, com compose stuff for them. So uh, to answer your question, no, not in my wildest dreams, man, did I ever, you know, I just followed the path that was put in front of me. And I've been diligent, diligent, diligently following that path. But now I am freaking clear. Ooh. I'm crystal. 
on my path. I'm crystal on who I am, my place of what I've done, of where I am, how much I freaking love music, how much I I, I love Latin music. I mean, there's, you know, uh, I don't want to take, you know, and I tell people with my own band, because it's one of the best bands in the world, I don't want to keep taking a backseat to anybody anymore. There's no ego. It's just a lot of love and passion for what we've created with a deep reverence to the legacy and the history of what this music is, of which I've been blessed to be part of. So there you go. I hope that answers your question. Wow. Dang. Yeah, man. Oscar, that was a Mo- mic that drop. That was a mic drop moment. <laughs> that was man. a muck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brendan, I mean, you, uh, I, I said it a hundred times already, but you, you really have, you like unlock the door it, to yeah. Narnia keep, is yeah. what I feel like. You open the chest and there is this beautiful world that you nobody knows about yet, but all we can see is the beautiful like birds flying, the sun's open, the beautiful wow. trees, and now we all get to like God bless you. Right? Like we all get I to thought. go in this road together. And I am I'm telling you, like, for my family, I feel like this is such Every wedding needs to um, personalize things, you know, that like it's, it's your wedding, your your career, your children. But for me, this project that is clearly your brainchild, I feel like it's it's mine. I feel like I'm so excited to be able to for all for our audience to know about this and to put this out and yeah. to for, for people real. to get excited about this, because this is something that. I don't think that anybody realizes when they hear it, how much they're going to love it. One, because it's grateful dead. So it's familiar, but two, because it's fresh well, and it's full of passion. That That's what I was going to say. It's got, it's infused with love and that's, that's the bottom line. I know I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn to dance differently. Once again, at 53 years old, I'm going to learn to dance differently when I see you live. <laughs> Finally, at Stolen Roses. You, guys are making, you guys are making my day, man. This is awesome. I hope so. I hope <laughs> when we get to Skull and Roses, I hope we get to give that's, each other a big that's hug. That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah. Brendan, do you, do you guys know what day you're playing? Thursday. Yeah. Oh, 420. Oh, oh really? 420 day. Okay. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you, if you have time, do you want to sit down for a few minutes while we're there? Absolutely. Of course. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, you, you guys got my contacts. Yeah. I would love that, man. Yeah. I, I, I would love to hear what you guys think of where we're at when we're there. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, yeah. Yeah, especially you, Oscar. Yeah, I want to see. Well, Oscar's been around, man. He, no, they, not that you haven't been around, Oscar. I just, you know, again, bright eyes. You know, when you haven't done something yet and you participate, is a different way to see it. I took him. I took him to a Dead and Company show. I don't think he mentioned that, but I that was really? one of the things that I think really turned him. Yeah, when I was when we were like talking about this, you know, he wasn't. A hundred. I mean, he, you know, he wasn't a hundred percent like signed up yet, you know, right. but he was, he was close, but I said, all right, look, I'm going to take you to, I'm going to, you know, come down to San Diego. This is a couple of years ago. I said, I'm going to take you to, I'm going to take you to a show. We're going to hang out in a lot and I'm going to show you, Shit. you know, a few things. And, uh, yeah, I he called me the next Monday and he was like, "All right, man, let's get this going." You know? Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> oh my god! Wow, you know maybe what? that's the story we'll pick up on at when we get yeah. there because that's I, I amazing. Just, all the things you guys said, man, it's it's incredibly heartwarming. Like, uh, I, I I mean, I can't. But you I, feel it too, uh, Brendan, right? It makes me uh, emotional, yeah. really, because um, what you guys said is is really like a reflection of of what I 
you know, what I intended. Um, and so it's, uh, it's just beautiful, but it's not me. It's, it's not like I, I, I couldn't have done this without Oscar first and foremost. Uh, so, well, you know, I feel Brendan picked the right guy. All right. But <laughs> I've also, but no, really, I, I, again, no ego. He picked the right guy, but I also feel I was chosen by the right guy. Same. So, yeah. You know, it's a, it, it's a two-way street. I'm clear on, on that stuff. I'm really clear on those things, the way things happen, why they happen, and why they work, and, and sometimes don't work. But God, you know, God bless me, they work almost 95% of the time for whatever reason. You know, I have little guardian angel. But in this case, yeah, uh, you guys made my day because it just brings it, you know, the, the proof right down to what people are feeling about this. And that warms my heart because I, I love what we accomplish. I hear it. I go, yes. And it's not unlike what I hear with my own music right. that mm-hmm. I write and I compose it with Spanish Harlem Orchestra. And, and I don't go back and listen. I don't go in the past. I don't go back. I always am looking forward, you know. And, uh, but I'll tell you what the proof of the pudding is for me. I could be somewhere, right? And somebody will play something that I produced 15 years ago, and I'm going, and I go like, "Holy shit, that shit is badass!" Yeah. As a matter of fact, somebody just posted something on 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 Facebook. One of the songs that I produced for Spanish Harlem Orchestra. I'm in my bed in the morning, and I'm looking through my post, and, and I see this, and I go like, "I stopped playing it." Jeez, I got up dancing from my bed. I was like, "Going, that shit is fucking badass." <laughs> so. Uh, it's, it's a proof of, you know, where I was at that time and how committed I was to what that was and how much I loved it, that here I am 15 years later listening to it and going like, wow, that's cool. And that's the way I feel about this. I know I'm going to feel about this because it comes from being in the moment as to what I want to achieve and what I love about it and what I want to make happen and how I want it to happen. So, uh, you know, with that, I'm going to have to let you guys go. Uh, I have to pick up my daughter from a volleyball tournament that I oh. took her this morning. Go do your thing, oh, man. But, uh, but it's been such a pleasure. It's been such a gas hanging out with you guys. And and I look forward to meeting you. You know, uh, it'll be my pleasure. You know, on, on April 20th, he said we're going at 420. Looking forward to going up there and kicking major ass with, you know, with yes. what we do. And, and this is my number. He's got my information. If you need to contact me for whatever reason or or whatever, and and uh, if we can, you know, connect in any other way to help move this forward, I'm here. All right, you know? brother. But, Thank uh, you, man. Thank Oscar, you, it's Oscar. been an honor talking with Thank you. Thank you, Oscar, so much. Uh, Brendan, I love you, bro. Keep me posted. All of course. Right. Well, yeah, we'll talk soon. Hablamos. Ciao. God bless. Ciao. Man, Brendan, you knocked it out the fucking park. Dang, Brendan. (laughs) Dang. Holy shit, man. Seriously. Okay, this is what I wanted to say, Brendan. When you have an idea like that, that's so big that you like, you literally couldn't have done this by yourself. You you could not have played 11 different roles in, in on stage. But there's also some people that have the foresight and the knowledge to put something together, something so big that it has to 
it it has to include so many other people because it's the scope is that big, mm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. what I feel like. That's why you really deserve the acknowledgement of, of putting this together and that passion and to do something so positive with that time during COVID to create the connections and the music that you did. This is medicine from that time. That's what this, I feel like this, this is medicina yeah. from that time. Absolutely. So uh, just thank you. And, and just to know that. You know, Brendan, I want to ask you something, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even in just a, a short conversation with Oscar, I learned something mm-hmm. personally from myself in that conversation just now. And um, do you feel like doing this project has, has changed you as a musician? Actually, that's that's the intention. The intention is oh, to shit. use this as a a playground. I mean, just musically speaking, quickly, it's like I've always been uh, a player that can keep it straight as far as like in the Latin bands, right? I could play, right? I could play professionally. I can hang. But I was always mediocre. Because I always had a super demanding day job and commuting around New York was a nightmare. And just, I did, I started music late, right? So for all those reasons, I, you know, as much as I did practice nights and weekends and all that, and I, and I gigged and I got a lot of experience, I was still mediocre to get to the next level. You need a next level of dedication, a next level of time um, and studying and teachers and experience. And so I've, I've never really had that luxury. Um, right. And so this band I've sacrificed, you know, doing a lot of gigs, like trying to get into the scene here in San Diego, since I moved here, it's like, I stopped myself from going out and gigging and, and, and stuff like that, getting small gigs, which, which, which helps with experience and, and, and chops and all that. But I just, I I stayed home and I practiced and I, I worked on building this because this is, I know this is for the long term and I'm using this as a playground um, to get to my next musical level. Um, And, you know, in Latin bands, uh, especially and other bands, you don't get rehearsals. Right. So you they you just show up to the gig. You read the charts. I don't read well. Um, That's part of the problem. So it it it, for me, since I don't read well. it, 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 it takes the fun out of it sometimes because I'm always worried about, okay, where's the break? Where's the, you know, which part do I, do I do this on? Okay. And as much as I love playing music, cause those moments when it works and it's grooving and it's, I mean, you can't, you can't replace that sensation. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, when you're, when you're gelling with the band and the, and the crowd, I mean, but that doesn't happen as often as you like when when you're coming from like my level of 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 talent and experience, which is mediocre. Right. So so I know I want to get to that point and I'm using this platform to do that. Um, you so, know, it, it's, something, it's something it's something that, that we've heard from a lot of other musicians is that like playing with musicians that they from their perspective feel like they're better than them. Like, um <clears throat> Uh, an example is Tommy Hamilton talking about playing between Joe Russo and Marco Benevento and J. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He's he's like, <laughs> I'm the worst musician on that stage. Those guys bring me up six levels every night. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. which is completely crazy because we all know that guy is whatever crazy yeah. talented. But 
beside yeah, the point. Yeah, for sure. Like, I just saw him a few times, yeah. too. He's killer, Tom. It's crazy. He's killer, yeah. But having musicians that have been doing the thing for 25 plus years or you know that level of just musicianship and talent around you yeah. it just by osmosis brings you up yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. but i'll tell you i'll tell you that's that's 100 percent true but i tell you while you're going through it <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're in the middle of it that those butterflies in your stomach, they turn to, you know, sometimes it really starts turning and, and yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's tough sometimes. And, and, and you feel that then anxiety and that nervousness. And then that, that pulls away from your, your, your skill a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Um, you get yeah, inside your yeah. head, you get in your head. You, you have to, you have to push through. Because yes, that the, when being around better people, you're gonna get better. That's that's what has to happen. It's always but scary, being, dude. It's yeah. always gonna be scary. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you though, there, there there's some people. I'm always playing with people better than me, right? And but it's it's nicer to play with people better than you that are also also cool and understand. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? They're not they're telling you the whole time that they're better. They're not assholes about <laughs> it. Yeah, man. Though. I mean. In New York, especially, there's a lot of guys that just don't have the patience for playing with guys that aren't aren't as aren't yeah. as great, right? They don't. They're afraid you're going to make them look bad, and so they'll. I mean, I've had symbols like thrown at me, you know, sticks thrown at me, and and you know, people blast their horn in my ear, and I'm like, you know, we're on stage, and it's just. I mean, some people Dang. aren't as nice. So when you screw up, then you get, you know, it's like, oh man. Now you're going down the fucking oh, rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, uh, but no, so that's why there's the no asshole policy. And that's why I, I, I'm, you know, this time nobody can get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> if I, if I miss one beat, you know, then stop. I, I'm curious of one thing too. You mentioned in the beginning, the, the uh, influence was brought to you by, you know, your father taking you to stuff. What is yeah. what is his take on this? Oh man, I mean, he's been in tears. I mean, he's, okay, as I said, yeah, that'd be the true yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was yeah. Wait till he hears this. I mean, he just yeah. I mean, he was crying after I was on the David Gans show. They they put me on there for a few minutes the other day, and and yeah, he was crying because he'd been listening to that forever. I mean, yeah. Now at the gigs, he's been flying out. He flew out. He's flying in for Skull and Roses too. Oh, I, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, Dad. <laughs> The dead is his church. Um, Ours it's, too. It's, yeah, it's not just. I mean, it's me too. It's, it's not just him though. It's my. This is a whole family affair, right? It's it's always been that way. Aunts, uncles, wow. cousins, uh, <laughs> my brother, my sister. We're all deadheads, and we've always followed the dead. Like it just. Wow. I, I, even, I saw awesome. your. I saw your pendant too that you got oh, around yeah, your yeah, neck. Yeah. I clocked that when you very first came on. I got this on. one at, at where they give it to me at the Cancun thing playing in the oh, sand. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude. The, yeah, the yeah. other thing that what Aaron was mentioning, like sitting down with you for a few minutes at Skull and Roses. Cause you, yeah, you, you have been indoctrinated your whole life in the grateful dead. Oh shit. Me yeah. and Aaron, when we, the first year we went to this afterwards and la mm -hmm. and last year, uh, it is the closest we've ever come to being at a show that involved Jerry the, in exit that where the venue is the kind of hollowed ground of the, them having played there, yeah, yeah. the California the on the, the beach, lot, the way the lot, the lot 
it is the closest we've ever come to feeling, you know, b- back yeah. in the day how it was. Yeah, I'm so curious you're in what for your a take treat. Is gonna be. And yeah. that means a lot to Mike. I'm sure I've gotten to know Mike who 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 started this and I mean to hear to yeah, he'd be thrilled to hear you guys say that because I know that's what he's been going after the whole time. And, oh, that's cool yeah, then. It's, that's, it's, fam- yeah. it's yeah, family. It's family. It's it, yeah. this this is yeah. old school Grateful Dead. They, they've, yeah, yeah. they've curated it beautifully, I have to say, because we yeah. ha- have so many people that we have in the years past previously interviewed, but like uh, such as yourself with this is new for us and for you guys. So we keep coming up with new things to add to this that mm-hmm. from something that's 50 plus years old. Like for real, yeah. that's the insane. music never stops, Mel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I I meant Chris, by the way, not not Mike. But oh yeah, we, and we all oh, did yeah, know. Chris. We knew we, we were talking about Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just let, was, go with it. No, no. I've Shout been a out, Mike. Nervous the whole time because I I I made an I made I made a notepad right of like things I didn't want to miss. Uh, you you know for this for this uh, anything and, and else I on there. Moved. I moved and it's like, we got a lot of stuff in boxes and, and uh, I didn't have my notepad. So it's like, I, oh, anyway, I'm just going to, I just want to wing this uh, like, like a, the, in real Grateful Dead spirit with improvisation. But uh, If you have anything uh, else, it, then when we, when we see, meet each other face to face that you feel like you yeah. got to say, let's do it. Cause yeah, that'll no. be awesome. Well, most, most importantly, uh, the whole, the, I, I mean, it's just an honor. It's a huge honor to be on here. Aww. It's a huge honor to, to, uh, to, to play skull and roses and, and to, but I mean, the, the fact that you guys are even interested in what, what, what we're doing and appreciate it is, it's just huge. It, it's so heartwarming. Um, most importantly for me, I just, I just want, uh, I think people can, can feel, you know, that this came from, from the right place. Um, and oh, yeah. th- this isn't uh, a novelty it, and, and, the the latin dead is not a novelty it's not just this isn't just a one-off it's like and it's not just latin music is it's it's it, it's it's for everybody it's not it's not you know a lot of a lot of the rhythms and things we were doing are born in new york they're not i mean the roots of it come from cuba and puerto rico but they're born in new york and everything goes back to africa anyway and so right. i just don't want it you know nobody needs to you know this is I want the, the sound is, is 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 intended to be universal, whether you like Latin music, whether you like the Grateful Dead or not. Um, of course, I want Latin fans and, and deadheads to love this. But also, I, I, you know, I think it's I think the sound is is even more diggable for for a lot of. Other oh, folks. Yeah. oh, yeah, I, I get you know? totally oh, yeah. agree. hundred percent agree. And, I, and it, you know, like I yeah, said, so we could keep going with this. I just I got so many ideas <laughs> on what to and then, and then, you know, getting deeper into the improvisational aspect is where this is really going to get interesting because um, the Latin music and Oscar, uh, you know, they're they've got their jazz you know they bring a lot of jazz elements into salsa bands Mm -hmm. and and jazz into latin jazz obviously by its nature but it's jazz is different from the dead right so the dead did something different uh incorporating the jazz format into folk and into country but it, it takes things one step further and then it's like structural improvisation right so it's it's not just solo improvisations of uh, you know, a bass solo here and Jerry solo and all the time. And then a, a keyboard solo. It's, it's, you don't know where the song is going to end up. Right. right? The so structure, the a, structure goes liquid. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And for that to end up, to bring that into Latin music is what's really going to be 
next level um, because that's... Latin music's a lot more structured. And, and so that's why this is a challenge to a lot of these jazz guys and to Oscar. And that's what's so fascinating. And it worked. You saw Oscar. He said he was so happy playing these first three gigs. And we're only scratching the surface right. on where we're going with our improvisational elements so far. I've already got him. You know, we're already segueing tunes, right? But it's only, yeah. it's, it's only the start, you know? Um, Dude, this is great. You're like, a, you're like the, the evil genius. You're like, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I, lo- I love that. I love that. Yeah, no, yeah I, man. Let me tell you how much fun it is to think about putting tunes together. And we put one together that the dead had never done. And, that, and that's what I wanted to do. I want to do like classic stuff. We're going to do, you know, China Riders and... Uh, but we're also going to, I'm going to, you know, we're going to do some fun stuff. I mean, you know, Further's doing that, Dead & Co's doing that, and Joe Russo's doing this. Uh, it's just it's making new combos, new segues, uh, and, and we're just taking, you know, and Bobby's doing it, too. Yeah, Bobby's yeah. doing it right now with, uh, with the Wolf Bros. I mean, he's doing all kinds of fun stuff, uh, and he's bringing, you know, some tunes outside the Dead repertoire in, and we're starting to bring in, we already started to bring in a couple of Latin standards. Yes. You know, we're bringing in a Ray Barreto tune. We brought in Cocinando. We brought in Caravan. And we, you know, so we're, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff and, you know, and just, just keep people on their edge of their seat. Well, you got, oh, you got yeah, lifetime right. fans right here, man. I, we, <laughs> a, we fucking dig it. Yeah. And I, I know yeah, you yeah. said it earlier, but I just want to say thank God for Paul giving you Oscar's number. And yeah. thank God yeah. for Oscar, like he said, taking a look yeah, in the yeah. mirror and saying, take a chance yeah. on this. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And, and Oscar is like, he, I mean, he's when, when on the phone, you can sense it, but when he walks into a room, just kind of the way you describe when John walks into a room, when Oscar walks into a room, you feel it. Oh, we felt it. I like felt it when he came phone, on through dude. that, you, it reminded yeah, yeah. me of your even, uncle, even the yes. lighting, yeah. the, the yeah. lighting, and we couldn't even hear him yet, but the lighting, it reminded yeah. me of your uncle. Magoo. He, it, it's um, I'm yeah. like, after we get off this, I'm probably going to have to shed a few tears because there's so much yeah. that you've brought up, but just, you're not, you yeah. didn't mean to, this is just you doing you, but like you just brought up so much about my family and i'm Thanks. in you know new york i grew that was where i was born and i was like 10 when i moved so that was a lifetime ago basically yeah and what it's doing is it's like bringing this old life that yeah. back so yeah, yeah it's bringing it back Perfect. in such a beautiful healing way like i said healing really that's a, a word that i feel deserves to kind of go with this project because whether you realize it or not when you start to blend this is like musical alchemy you know Mm -hmm. you're you're putting all of these things together so the people the listeners that hear this alchemy there's medicine to be had and there's there's um new neural pathways to to like connect and i i feel like this is what's happening i feel like all of these different musicians that may have worked together on a project that had nothing to do with this but now you're putting them together for this. It's something that is like, it's like a baby. It's a baby and we don't know where it's going to graduate from or what career it's going to take, but we have the best teachers and the most love and like a a gorgeous house. (laughs) That's a badass baby. You know what I'm saying? Like it's being nurtured by so much. And I, again, I'm just, I am. I mean, it's alchemy is like, I mean, those are such a beautiful way to put it. Um, and, and the grateful dead is alchemy. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so I, all music, if you, if you think about it is alchemy. Yes. I, I, I mean, so 
you know, it's like, okay, blues is blues, right? It's like straight blues, but where blues come from? It came from a mix of a few different things, right? right. I, I mean, Grateful Dead came from a, a mix of a few different things. And so that's uh, everything. So it's like, there's people out there, you know, uh, that are, what, what you, you know, like hardline. Oh yeah. Uh, Traditionalists. Yeah. Traditionalists. But, but to me, that's, that's kind of an oxymoron because it, it doesn't make any sense because before, whatever they're a traditionalist about came from an alchemy of something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and, and that's why, you know, I, it, it, things just, you know, that, that's why when we all work together, it's, it's just, you so know, that that's better. why, what, what's the point of racism? What's the point of, of, of all this kind of stuff? Uh, all because, so silly. We're all the same stuff. Yeah. 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 I, I, goes. We should just be all working together and musically is, music is the same thing that the best music is an alchemy so it's, it's, it's yeah. a great way to put it and, and, and that's what we are we just so I, I i i don't think you know maybe there'll be some hardliners and say ah you know well there has been there always stuff. will be there always will be but yeah. you know i no i don't I, I i i feel strongly that it's a progression that's 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 natural and 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 you know, well, people are going to keep doing, and you, you know, all kinds of things. You're probably prepared for that because, I mean, you know, the Grateful Dead world very well. Yeah, it is some yeah. of the most accepting, critical people in the world. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes yeah, when people do LP something, you know, yeah, yeah, new yeah. with, with the, yeah. the sacred music, yeah. you get some people. And in my experience, too, the people that are the hardest on it are the ones that have not listened with open ears. Yeah, they yeah, already right, formed right. an opinion before yeah. giving it a chance. So just, yeah, I, you, you think you can I, handle anything. <laughs> I would just always, I just always think, honestly, what would Jerry say? What would Jerry do yeah. when I think of something? And what would, what would you, I mean, Jerry didn't really like rules and laws and hardline stuff. And he was the most open-minded guy in the world. You know, I just, and, and all the guys in the band, Phil and Bobby and all those guys, man, it's just like, so they're all, yeah. Was, oh, have yeah. you, have you gotten the chance yeah. to meet, Bobby or or Phil? No, no, no. Not One yet. day, maybe. <laughs> it's yeah, coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. shit, man. Let's stay in touch. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, we'll anytime. we'll see you on four twenty, man. We'll yeah, I'm excited. That's a hot date. <laughs> thank you, yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. much nah. for for your vision and yeah. congratulations on it yeah. coming together, on the baby. man. This <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is all amazing. Nah. Anyway, you, you guys got a great thing going on here. The vibe is always great. Um, always, you guys have been doing this for years, and I've been digging it. You, you know, you're, yeah. Thank the whole, you, man. The whole thing Thank you, brother. It's, it's wonderful. Much love, man. We'll, we'll talk it. to you soon, man. Mutual love, man. Thank, Thank you so man. much. Right. Right on. We'll talk to you later, bro. <laughs> Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, you too. You too. Man. Thanks. Oh. Wow, man. You know, it's a trip to me that you can take these two things and put them together like this and it makes beautiful music and it turns into something else. Yeah, that's great. But the guy who was the mastermind behind putting the whole thing together is a lifelong deadhead. And you can tell that Brendan has like serious love, understanding and uh, respect for the grateful dead and its music. And it means to him what it means to us. Like it's that important to him. And so for him to take this thing and put this group of heavy hitters together to create something, I don't see how that can miss. I really, I, in my it's mind, an, I'm like, that can't miss. And this is another example of one of the, like we always talk about, the, not just in the Grateful Dead community and stuff, but the synchronicities that happen. Like this, his whole life and everything. And then all of a sudden he gets, you know, 
Oscar's number and Oscar takes a chance and then he's got to trust him on John K is blown away by John K like all these little things that have fallen in place and I was listening to this morning I didn't bring it up on this because we talked about so much but I heard it listening to the the three performances John K you can't help but being influenced by that Latin influence like the second show you heard a little more it was like Jerry Santana ish guitar. It's starting because he's it's starting playing to with that Latin flavor mixed with the dead and her and like I think Mel said to like how exciting that is for like John Kay who's been doing this for so long to now have a whole different approach to the music to play with now. I, I was it's thinking amazing. about that the whole time we were talking because Oscar was mentioning his, you know, taking a chance and all of that stuff. And like Oscar has no reason to like play a new game. He's, yeah, he doesn't oh, have no. to. He's like, doing amazing. He's still current. He's still producing and creating with his band and all that. And then yet he still chooses to do something that he kind of didn't want to do can at you, first. Can you he like love for music? Yeah. He's just like kind of so thinking about John like he John has no reason to switch gears right now he's doing fucking great he's got oh, yeah. an incredible career he's past present and future and to take on a another thing to literally bring fresh air underneath their musical wings and create another cool thing <laughs> and another imagine, one imagine being the guy <laughs> To take Oscar Hernandez to his first to dead show. <laughs> I'm glad he, he's that like, just oh, blew my well, mind. Yeah, it, that was towards the end. He's like, oh, lot. we didn't even mention this. I, I, took I wish we would have gone, but show. you know what? You all will have to stay tuned, and that will be an awesome conversation for our Skull and Roses while and, we're there. And hey, no, I don't want to like just gloss over the fact that we just had a like bona fide musical legend. Yeah. On our show. Yeah, four-time yeah. Grammy-winning. He also said we could call him. And that we made his day. And that I want to have him on the show. I do, too. By I himself. was thinking it while we were... Me, too. When, when, you, had, when you have somebody like that tell you, you made my day by the conversation we just had. And I know... And he speaks my language. Good, he, I, good on both of us, because we were very emotional. I was welling up yeah, several I, times where I'm it just it. almost started flowing. It's yeah, wild, man. I feel... The whole thing is wild. Like... And it's funny too because, so we but knew. What do you guys think about my mom? Like, oh my god! I know she's... that. Okay, everybody that's listening to this, I'm asking a personal question to Aaron and Apple right now. Yeah, you guys have no. You context don't have any this. context, but on and it's all the same timing. That's a, again. That, that's another thing. The timing of this with everything that's been happening with my mom lately. I just had bought her that Grateful Dead tarot deck, and it's insane to me that this that yeah. this is happening well, it, to me today this in is, this life right this now. this is what i was just gonna say is we knew we were gonna get gonna go to skull and roses this year right and we we made the deal that we made with them to go back and do what we're gonna do and then they bring out the lineup and i'm thinking okay who are we gonna get on the show that we haven't had on already that's on the lineup. And this was the first one that I was like, oh shit, we need to talk to them. That's fucking interesting. 
right? And and the uh, shit, I forgot what they're called. The Japanese, oh, oh the Tokyo. Uh, <sighs> damn it, I can't I said it yet. But that them that no, that's a whole other like. That's something really amazing. My point is that's something really amazing that Skull and Roses is doing is giving not the opportunity, but the platform for this different type of Grateful Dead music to be to expose itself. Yeah. (laughs) It's opening its coat to the masses, (laughs) you know? Yeah. To have a a fresh experience, too, because, you know, the warlocks of Tokyo. There we go. I just thought of it. Okay. Sorry. Good job. Yeah. It's it's just amazing to me to have right. to have that. And then I don't know. Just the synchronicities are all over the place. And I'll I'll say to to answer Mel's question, your mom if I could have any wish right now, it'd be I wish I would love to have your mom up here to sit out on the front porch with the beautiful weather, have a little some sips of crown royal and put that on and dance in the driveway with her same yeah same. <laughs> right, so it's you're gonna your mom happen dancing soon. with me like, having fun. there's so like i have to i have to like write about this because i don't think that i'll remember it as vividly and the things that are happening nobody would ever believe that are happening because of how specific they are especially after that phone call i had last week with that woman that mm grew up with Puerto Ricans and like, there's just a lot, there's a lot you got you guys. And I just want to say another special thank you to Oscar Brendan. Thank you so much for like believing in your dream and then pursuing it. Thank you for doing that because that blessed some Puerto Rican girl here in Portland, Oregon that you didn't even know about. And I just want to say thank you. And I got to say too, that like I, I alluded to it while we were still on the call, but, I learned something today from from Oscar just from being on the phone with him. No mucks? No, not that. Like, for real. Uh, about owning your shit. Like, you can say that you're good at something. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And you're not being a dick. And you're not being an ego statistical fuck. You're stating a fact. Yeah, and yeah you've all worked right. your way to that position. Yeah, okay. He's got awards to prove it. So but, for him to say that he's not that, it's like, why are you lying that, about yourself? Like, yes, you are. That was one of my You're favorite. Amazing. When he said he woke up and was listening to the recordings of him 15 years earlier, was like, shit, I jumped up out of bed and was this like, is good shit. this is some fucking good <laughs> shit. I'm good. Yeah, like, yeah. that is something that I've struggled with my whole life, is owning what I'm good at and I'm good at stuff. Well, I'm I hope good you should at just, you should just drop it right now. Like Oscar. Uh, no, I just, you know what I mean? I want, like and that was some, a big deal. Somebody, somebody like of that caliber. If he were to come in all shy, I don't know. Or all like, you know, just not accepting who he is. That wouldn't be part of like it would not make sense. It would not it would be not in alignment. Be who he is. Exactly for me, it would. It would. It's not less about like being shy about it. I will avoid the issue to remember, to remember, not have to say anything. Do you remember JJ's? Oh yeah. This I'll never this ties that. in. in oh, yeah, 100%, into that. This is a step further. Yes. Yeah. 
So you, you have dealt with it and you, and you're still, you'll deal with it forever. You're breaking through all of those negative self-talk or even stuff that people have told us, our brothers, our sisters, our teachers, you'll never make it or nice job, but too bad you didn't get better or whatever they've said to keep us down. This is the kind of stuff like these interviews, these conversations to actually see yourself in the mirror for who you are. That's what I feel like these conversations are. They help reflect back because Brendan was telling us about, he's been listening to us for years. Right. That's what, when, when, when they start, you know? which happens more and more often, that is so reassuring and exciting. So he's happy when to be on our When somebody starts platform. off and yeah. knows who we are, not just from doing quick research, but from listening for years. Yeah, not as a pride like, thing. Wow, this man. is not like, oh yeah, he listens to the show. Cool. No. He listens to the show so he understands and gets what we're doing. This, this and hard, he's happy to be part of that. This hard gigging, kick-ass, is listening to us in his spare time, allowing <laughs> us into his ear space and but head yeah. space. Think about, think about the like, fa- what you just said, Apple. Been listening to us for years. Yeah. That that's even a thing is fucking wild man congratulations and when he said it there he was like you guys have been doing that like he was kind of looking yeah. like you guys have been doing this for many years so to hear you giving me flattery really means a lot that's like well, damn man if, okay here's the bottom line we're gonna wrap this up if, if you are able to go to skull and roses and you're not going i don't understand why come yeah if, come, uh, come have on. an experience if you're able number one and interested and can you're just like i don't know man it's i'm just gonna stay home <laughs> him and, and han stop him make, and han <laughs> make mac and cheese and watch friends no no you're it's not It's not the 90s babe don't do that <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the way he's doing it. well the other watch day friends even if you were, if, okay but if you okay, were the last of us if you're not able to go to school on roses for any reason or anything I think we don't need to worry about this because Brandon's vision is coming to Brandon. this country. Brandon. Brandon is going to be able to quit that day job and make this happen. I'll light a candle passion, for you, Brendan, the on the altar for that. Yeah, light, light one for me too while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the passion behind this project is like unrivaled. Like, wow. All right. So moral of today's story, Latin dead. Awesome. Go to Skull and Roses <laughs> podcast over. Oscar. Yeah. Far wow. Out. We love you guys. We'll be back. We'll be back on uh, Monday with more stuff and things. And until then, take care of each other and smile at a stranger. Take safety third. Dance, dance, hydrate. Dance. Me you encanta know. the Latin dead. You know, it, it, here's, here's the thing. You don't know how your house smells. Okay. You're nose blind to the way your house smells unless you cook and then you could smell. But trust me that your house smells weird to people that come in like from outside so burn incense in your house man open up of a window yeah it's that time you of know, year just burn some incense or like get one of those diffuser things you know have something nice not not that plug-in shit though. no that's no. just dangerous for your health yeah don't 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 yeah, do that chemical don't do that anyway we love you guys we'll see you on monday peace
dwellers in fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Street.